So if this year I could only buy three ETFs, these would be the three I would choose. But before I show you guys, make sure to hit the thumbs up, make sure to hit the subscribe button and check out the pinned comment for free newsletter, free discord and a lot of great investing links. Finally, I do want to say I hope everybody had a happy holidays. Hope everybody had happy new years. Great time with the family. 2021 was a great year for me. And with this positive energy, I hope everybody has a great 2022. Again, thank you so much for the support and everything you guys allow me to do. I will repay that with the great content that I believe I provide to you guys. So like I mentioned today, three ETFs that I would pick if these were the only things I could purchase. Uh, I actually even think for most investors, probably even myself, if I would just buy these three ETFs and call it a day uh, on a routinely basis, they probably would provide great, great returns for me and my portfolio. But let's just start off the first one. And it's probably the most boring pick of them all. Each of these ETFs are going to be in different markets. The first one's going to be boring. Second one's going to be one in an uh, industry that I enjoy so much. And the third is going to be in future growth companies. Um, so the first one, like I said, super boring, the S&P 500. Even though it's boring, let's take a quick look at it, right? S&P 500, I'm taking a quick look at SPY. The most known, I'm pretty sure there's a lot others with a little bit better expense ratio. But right now, expense ratio for SPY is as cheap as 0.09%. And this is a number of holdings, 507. Right, so the S&P 500, the 500 biggest companies in the market right now in the United States. And let's take a quick look at the returns. In the past year, it returned over 28.7% uh, to investors. So if you were holding the SPY last year, it was definitely, definitely a great year for you. Let's take a quick look at five years return, 109%. So great returns overall. Uh, I, I believe the overall average returns in since inception has been over or at least 10%, which is great returns. This is where if I had nowhere else to put my money, SPY would be the case or the S&P 500. If we take a quick look, the top 10 holdings are some of the big players that we all know and love, and they weigh about 30% of the overall portfolio. At the same time, it's a very diversified ETF where yes, the top 10 holdings can definitely move the price action, especially a company like Apple and Microsoft can really move the stock, uh, the, the stock price for this ETF. At the same time, they do have a huge, huge amount of positions. So for me, like I mentioned, this is probably the most boring pick, but boring is good for the portfolio. Um, boring, especially one that has provided constant returns on a young, on, on, on an averagely yearly basis is great, right? That's what you want in your portfolio. You want your money to grow and why not invest in something that historically has done great for your money. So SPY makes the first list. But before we begin, let's take a listen to today's sponsor. I want to thank The Motley Fool for sponsoring this video. The Motley Fool is a company that provides investing insight and stock recommendations for investors of all skill sets and risk levels. You guys know I love finding new investing tools and resources to help me scout out new growth stocks. And right now I have a discount for one of my favorite services The Fool offers. Through the Motley Fool Stock Advisor services, you get access to a ton of expert stock picks. Every month, you'll get two new picks that are aimed at growing your wealth and to help you realize your financial goals. Stock Advisor's average stock picks have done amazing returns. If growing your money is something you'd like to do more of this year, you can visit fool.com slash Jose Naharo or click on the link below for access to my special offer and decide if the Stock Advisor is right for you. Thanks again to the Motley Fool and now onto today's video. Now the second one. The second one, I'm, I'm going to take a closer look at, at a portfolio in the industry 
that I'm super excited. So that is the semiconductor industry, right? You guys know me, uh, came from master's degree in electrical engineering. Most of my biggest positions are in the semiconductor industry. And for this, I would go with this ETF, SMH, Bannock Semiconductor ETF. Right now, this has an expense ratio of 0.35. I don't believe that's super, I don't believe that's expensive at all. I really like that price. And I really do enjoy that it only has 25 holdings, right? 25 holdings. It tells me it's somewhat concentrated in the positions it gets into. Now, if we take a look at SMH, right? In the past year, it returned over 41% towards investors. That's great. It's being in the SPY. Again, this is an industry I enjoy. And we're going to take a quick look at why. But then in the five years, five years, it has provided over 329% to investors. Semiconductor industry is one I enjoy so, so much. But now let's take a quick look at their top holdings, right? This is why I really enjoy SMH. There's numerous of other semiconductor ETF portfolios out there. SMH called my name out because one, it has its top 10 holdings represent about 60% of the portfolio. And that's what I like. I want a little bit more concentration when I'm investing in a market specific. I also love their number one pick. Their number one is NVIDIA, which represents about 9.75. Then you also have like Taiwan Semiconductor, right? A company that focuses on building these chips. And you can see all around great players all hitting different markets in the semiconductor industry. And I believe semiconductor, even though it is very cyclical, the amount of technology or the emerging technology that we're seeing right now, I believe is going to be here for some time. And the demand for semiconductor is going to be really, really strong. I, I pulled out this kind of presentation from NVIDIA, and I think it, it represents pretty well why I'm bullish in the semiconductor industry. When you invest in semiconductor, you're investing in gaming, in artificial intelligence, in data center, in art- in AI on 5G, in autonomous systems like robots, like self-car driving, uh, drones, numerous stuff. You're also investing in things like the Omniverse. So investing in semiconductors, you're investing in, I would, I would say, every type of emerging technology happening right now. And even though it is cyclical, I believe this is one that I would always buy the dip on. Uh, and this one's pretty interesting. So that's my number two pick. Finally, my number three pick, this would be one in the metaverse. And uh, even though the metaverse will explain in a bit, even though the metaverse might not happen anytime soon, I do believe the technology within the metaverse is one that's going to continue to evolve. So this would be Round Hills Investment ticker Meta, M-E-T-A, expense ratio of 0.75. It's the most expensive out of the rest, but it's again, a somewhat concentrated number of 40 number of holdings 44 positions and is focusing in markets that i enjoy meta is a brand new etf and in the past year it unfortunately has returned about negative 26 to investors sitting at 15 dollars and 18 cents right this is definitely one that i enjoy even for a price point let's say you don't have fractional shares but people it's 2022 you definitely need fractional shares and free trading right now if it's available in your country in the united states if you're not in fractional trading, a broker with fractional trading or free investing, I believe you're doing it wrong. Great tools for investors. Uh, now let's take a quick look at their top 10 holdings, right? NVIDIA, Meta Platforms, Roblox, Microsoft, Unity. So if you take a look at it, many people might kind of put this very similar to the SMH, the semiconductor industry. But I believe the Meta, this Meta ETF is more of the opposed to a semiconductor in- industry where it's 
in the emerging technology i think meta platforms is more in the digitalization of the world and that's something that's even with the metaverse not really here is still happening for example the e-commerce market they do own shares of c limited which is done with the e-commerce market applications uh, the overall growth of online services that apple provides from its app stores and all the other hardware products if we're taking a look at software you have autodesk and unity software which are used for the digitalizations of products right now again these would be great technologies if the metaverse really happens in the next few years but overall the digitalization of the world from gaming from software from social media like facebook and snapchat uh, the, this is a company that's really in the forefront out there. Also, they also have com- they also have companies that deal with digital payments. Again, this is a great market in my opinion, and all three stocks. I believe will provide great returns in the next few years. So I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. Take care, have a good day, and see you next time.